0: Welcome to Playmakers Talk Show, where business owners, professionals, and entrepreneurs gather to discover playmaking ideas for success. Your host is internationally recognized speaker, facilitator, and author, Steve Klein, who sits down with fascinating playmakers who have made themselves and their company successful. Steve will introduce you to CEOs and executives who discuss their playmaking path toward success. And now, it's time to meet this show's playmaker. Here's your host, Steve Klein. Steve Wynn said, Human resources isn't a thing we do, it's a thing that runs our business. Welcome to Playmaker's Talk Show. I'm Steve Klein. In the studio today is a guest who helps companies run their business. Today's Playmaker is saving his clients' costs through an off site human resource department, which allows them to grow their business. With us today is a CEO whose company has received awards as one of the fastest-growing private companies by Inc. 5000 six times and has twice been within the top 100 human resources companies nationwide. This great playmaker is Dan Bobst. Dan is founder and CEO of Trend HR. Now, Trend HR is a Dallas-based human resource outsourcing company that provides professional employer organization services to businesses nationwide. Trend HR allows businesses to focus on their core competencies and grow their business by minimizing the burden of employment administration. Founded by Dan in 1997, Trend Personnel Services was built based on the traditional staffing company model specializing in temporary and direct hire placement. In 2001, Trend HR was created to service the growing HR consulting industry. Now, Trend HR's PEO program operates as an off site human resources department for its clients, providing human resource functions such as administrating employee benefits, insurance, payroll, taxes, and numerous other employee related services provided at tremendous cost savings compared to the expense of self administrating such programs. Well, Dan, welcome to Playmakers Talk Show. Thank you, Steve Klein. Look forward to being here. Well, you, uh, you're in the people business. But human resources isn 't generally a career that most people aspire to, so what brought you to this industry
1: well steve i wasn't uh, it wasn 't something that I aspired to as a young child. I thought I was most like most boys I was going to be a professional athlete or some um, soldier um, so it was definitely not the path that I had expected. Um, short story was I got out of the military and um, had a few sales jobs and uh, and then I I wanted to get back into a paramilitary type uh, experience and so I uh, was going to uh, become a first responder and uh so it, while I was making that huge of a career change um I needed a job so I walked into a temp service and uh saw what they had available and lo and behold they had a um a position for a sales position inside the the temporary staffing industry and, and uh they hired me and uh and then that short amount of time that it took me um to go through the process with a few of the the cities um I became very successful in it and I'm gonna age myself but um there was a movie called Backdraft came out and I was getting married at that time and my wife uh didn't want me gone for long periods of time and did not want me in buildings and so that was the beginning and end of my first responder career. You uh, were in the Navy. Did that? Did the skills you learned in the Navy help
0: you for being a first responder? And then, did it carry over to what you do now?
1: Um, well, it would have uh, coincided very nicely with being a first responder, but um, not actually becoming a first responder. Then um, I don't know that firsthand. But as far as um, life experience, um, sure, you, when you're, when you're in the military, you usually, um, and I say more than usually, very often you are pushed to limits that you would never achieve on your own and thereby, um, finding something inside you that you didn't know existed. And that's a life lesson that, uh, uh, I've used regularly in business because there are so many times that, uh, um, I've wanted to just pack it in and quit. But, uh, um, just my past experiences of, uh, um, with the fortitude and, and just, uh, um, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Next thing you know, you've got through that challenge and, and you're able to keep uh, moving on to the next, uh, obstacle. Let's talk about that for just a moment. Uh,
0: just the thought of wanting to quit. I tell people that there's only two ways to fail. Don't start and quit. And many people have that thought in their head. Maybe I shouldn't continue this anymore. And that probably was in your head too but what kept you going for those times you wanted to quit you mentioned fortitude a few moments ago but what was the the internal motivation for you to not quit and stay with it
1: luckily with me it's uh i would say it's like a, a fear of loss and and what what could be if you if you don't see something through you can never um, see it to its fruition um so um, just the 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 fear of uh once it once it's gone you don't get to take it back and then you know in my younger days when i was a young man there there is a few times that i quit and and those are some of the best regrets or best or worst regrets in my life
0: so you learned a lot from that but let's go back to uh your early childhoods since we're talking a little bit about right that that right now you um uh As you mentioned in what you had sent me, grew up in a broken home without a dad. I want you to talk about that. But you also got a college scholarship playing basketball,
1: a team sport.
0: How do those things help you get to where you are
1: to run your business? Well, um, I definitely was the complete opposite of a silver spoon child. Um, um, Had definitely a lot of challenges just to um, be able to um, get on teams, to be able to um, uh, get the uh, afford the 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 uniforms or the um, things that are just normal for kids today um so i i early uh in my life learned that if I was going to get it I, I had to work as hard or harder than anyone around me and so um that that allowed me to um just have the work ethic that nothing was going to be given to me and that I had to earn everything that I ever got. Which probably helped you develop this company.
0: Let's talk about that for a moment. You um, originally were a Trend Personnel Services. You then became Trend HR. I mentioned a little bit about about it in the opening, but tell us what you do and how it's progressed since you started. Well, in
1: 1997, we were um, we only did staffing and recruiting for companies, and and we uh, handle a lot of small to medium sized businesses. And uh, so what. What that uh, did is these small and medium-sized businesses, if you're, if you're fluid in your um, philosophy uh, as far as following um, your clients' needs, then that moved us to the next step where we needed to expand our payroll servicing and then benefits for clients. And next thing you know, we were uh, a complete human resource outsource company doing um, a lot of stuff for um, small and medium-sized companies uh, across the nation.
0: How did you begin to add other services too, such as uh, payroll,
1: administrating employee benefits, insurance, those type of things? Well, it was uh, a perfect example. It was in two thousand, uh, in two thousand one, we were handling a lot of the surf pros, and uh, the surf pros were um, dramatically growing uh, and and adding new franchises back whenever there was the mold remediation was big. And so we followed the business, and since they needed uh, a lot more services, such as, like I said, the we started giving them um, the temporary uh, help whenever they would have large projects, like if a, a church um, had a water restoration or a roof damage or something like that, and they'd need to ramp up and, and clean up the inside. Um, that's how we started with ServPro, but then from there we were able to um, starting handling the, the the payroll as they uh, grew quickly, you'd have small companies that suddenly were hiring twenty or thirty employees and really didn't understand um, that next step of of rapid growth. And and we've there's several companies, well known companies in the Dallas and Fort Worth area, such as Milestone Electric and Baker Brothers and and companies like that that we helped them grow through their um, rapid growth, and that because they're able to uh, focus on their core competencies, and uh, we help them as far as the back office information and and uh, um, advice.
0: So, what I hear you saying is, you are the HR division for a lot of companies.
1: You become the HR department, is that correct? Yeah, our per, uh, a great example of, uh, of of most companies is you'll find a, a husband wife team starts a company. They have a vision in life and and what they'll do is um, they'll decide that, um, you know, hey, this is going really well. They hire employees. They, they continue to get new clients. They, they divide and conquer, and, you know, for an example, let's say the husband goes out and does the, the construction or the sales, and then the wife uh, stays in the office and does payroll and functions and that, and then they're a victim of their own success. They're tied to the business, um, or they get to the point where it's just become complicated to them. They either have you know, one of two choices, either hire uh, uh, people and, and hire softwares and, and a lot of those functions and have to manage that or outsource those functions. And so usually what you see is those small businesses start by outsourcing their payroll and some basic human resource. And then they want to take care of their employees that got them where they were. Then they want to add benefits and uh, other uh, other types of um, retirements and, 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 other plans, uh, to, to reward their employees. And so they're, they're obviously not experts in those. So they start outsourcing those. And, and so we've been able to, uh, be a one-stop shop for them. So it's a very simple transition for a small company to transition to us. And then they're, then they don't have to worry about that. And whether they enjoy trend HRs, uh, customer service or someone similar, um, I believe it's an advantage for small and uh, medium-sized businesses, and there's been tons of studies uh, uh, shown out there that, that companies that use a, a PEO or outsource those type of functions uh, grow at 35% faster than other companies.
0: We're talking to Dan Bobs. Dan is Trend HR founder and CEO. Their website is trendhr.com. But Dan, you also work with a lot of companies that do have an HR manager HR director how and why do you work with them?
1: Um, since our, our growth is we, we have had as much as 15,000 worksite employees in 38 States. Um, we just get the buying power. My favorite analogy is we're like Costco. Um, so you don't go to Costco to buy one bottle of water. You buy a whole, you know, a whole uh, case or more of water. And, and you expect when you go to Costco to get some savings and ours is very similar. You're, we're pulling together a large amount of employees, and because of that, we're able to achieve some, um, some cost savings um, as well as the time. We've t- we take the time to build the products um, where a small or medium-sized business would have to um, go and do that on their own. And, and An HR professional um, finds that they're, they're trying to motivate their employees or, or, or um, further the strategy of that company. Um, they don 't have time to get bogged down on each little product and service that they 're trying to bring in, so you 're saving them both time and money by working with them
0: uh, and you 've developed the relationship with them too to help them continue changing the thought a little bit here you 're also in the real estate business, I believe correct tell us how you got into that and what you 've developed in uh, rockwell
1: well we we in nineteen 19- 99 we uh my wife and i fell in love with rockwall and and so we were always looking for an opportunity to bring the corporate offices of trend uh closer to rockwall and um at that point in time rockwall was still a little sleepy community and and so we uh we actually bought a farmhouse outside of town and outgrew it and there just wasn't uh you know many other options so we built a tower right on the lake and. Um, it definitely had some challenges, but it's a really a beautiful asset to the community. Tell us about Trend Tower. What? How, how big is it? And tell everybody where we are located. Uh, Trend Tower is, um, as it's known, is uh, right there on the edge of Rockwall um, as you cross the bridge on Interstate 30. And it's uh, seven stories and 105,000 square foot. And we're actually over 100% full. We have just some really um, successful companies that have take advantage of that um, first class. It's the only class A building from downtown all the way to Texarkana, and and it's just a, a first-class uh, uh, gym in, in Rockwell. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, coming into
0: Rockwall from uh, from Dallas, you're probably the first office building that someone
1: would run into. Is that correct? Yes, in fact, you can see it from as far as 20 and 30 miles away, depending on where you are. We uh, Right now, we're looking towards downtown Dallas and we get a real easy view both ways. So it, it definitely stands out on here on the hillside. You
0: mentioned, uh, some of the people that, uh, that helped you. You have some, um, uh, mentors, influencers, uh, in your lifetime. Talk about some of those
1: and how they helped you get to where you are right now. Well, not, you know, when you don't have constant parental, um, guidance, you can go, uh, left to center pretty quick. And luckily, I've always been blessed in having the right mentor, the right coach at the right time to, to guide me back and and, and uh, keep me uh, going the right direction. And I've had several of those. One of them was my uncle. I went to go live with him and, and lived with him in East Texas. And he was a coach and was really instrumental in me getting a basketball scholarship. Well, didn't
0: your uncle take you in uh, because you had you didn't have a father, you just had
1: your mother raising you, is that correct? Correct. Uh, it was uh, I was in high school in, in uh, Richardson, actually, and, and uh, it was just a good opportunity for uh, me to um, just have a fatherly figure, and, and so I actually lived with them for a couple years, finishing up high school. Well, you're in your 20th
0: year, I believe. Correct. Uh, you basically started from scratch, not only this company. But also, your work life and your career, you had to do everything on your own, as you said before, nobody was going to give it to you. You had to do it on your own. so if someone wanted to start a business, if someone wanted to be successful, what advice would you give them
1: um, Find something that uh you're good at first of all uh, you you usually um if you don't enjoy it and you're not good at it, you're not going to be successful in it you're not going if if I don't uh want to run a pizza place. I'm not going to start a, you know, Mr. Jim's or something like that and hope someone else manages it. And I make a ton of money. That's the first and most important piece of advice I'd give there. But secondly, um, I wouldn't rush into it. Make sure you do your, your background and, and, and do your due diligence as far as, uh, making sure that, uh, that you have the right counsel. It's very hard to start a business today. And so there's, uh, there's, there's a team of, uh, professionals that need to be involved. And, I was pretty lucky. I've got, uh, I had a um, a money man when I first started, and, and he was in the oil and gas industry, so that it was very the banking relationships, the um, the um, legal aspect, and all that was was very easy for me to get started. Whereas if you didn't have that kind of a team to start with, it's much more difficult today. Well, you also put together
0: uh, events.
1: Uh, you have one
0: coming up, I believe, in uh, in May. Tell everybody about that event that you have uh,
1: coming up in Rockwell. Well, in Rockwell, we have a, a beautiful Hilton. It's the, uh, the Harbor Hilton. And we have an HR legal conference that we, we've done for the last eight years, and it helps HR uh, professionals as well as um, small and medium-sized business owners come and, and, and kind of see the, um, the employment challenges of the day, and you get some experts. We have actual attorneys, actual um, uh, top insurance agencies like uh, Holmes Murphy and uh, PNC agencies and, and legal experts that help you um, kind of deal with the challenges, whatever they are. So we have, and they actually get uh, CE credit if they're uh, uh, from Sherm or one of those other ones. So it's it's been well-received. We have as much as 450 HR professionals that show up to it each year. So these are primarily for your clients,
0: but you allow anyone that's in HR to, uh, to attend, so Yes, it's,
1: it's an open event.
0: And that'll be when? It's May 31st. May 31st at the Hilton, uh, which is called the Hilton Harbor in Rockwell, correct? Correct. You also have developed some leadership skills along the way, too. Uh, you've been in business 20 years, and I'm guessing, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that your leadership skills came from being in business. What, how did you develop your, your leadership style
1: you learn from your mistakes and, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. And, and, and usually, um, I've, I've been um, blessed enough to have some mentors as well as some coaches and, and even some of the instructors when I was in the Navy, um, you kind of learn uh, a style, um, from them and you take a little piece from each of those and then just make it what's, what's yours and then what works. And it's constantly evolving as people evolve today. And, and you know, yelling at people doesn't get uh, you very far today. Um, as thirty years ago, um, you know, whenever I was a, a student slash or in the military, um, we got yelled at all the time. But it's it's just a, a different world we're in today. So it's constantly uh, evolving, just as you are, and I'm sure anyone that listens to this you. You have to continue to evolve in in your leadership abilities and continue to take uh, information wherever it it comes from.
0: You uh, have been very successful in doing this, but let me ask you about uh, if there's such thing as a typical client. If you were to be looking for a company that would be the perfect company to work for, what type of company would it be?
1: We love catching companies um, early in their um, success bell curve, and and so uh, a company that uh, loves their employees that is looking to grow, they have a great product or service. Usually the the blue or gray collar, um, but we also have tons of um, medical and white collar um, clients as well. But you where they they want to. Um, do things the the right way. There's so many challenges from from local um, taxing authorities to the state to um, even federal in Washington D.C. That is continuously changing and fluid. Um, and and if you have an employer that's wanting to grow, um, that they want to uh, be ahead of, of the, what the changes are in the business environment, um, so they see the need and and they appreciate the ability to be able to, um, consolidate a lot of their software and, and payroll and insurance and other challenges that they have and, and have one, you know, advisor for most of those. And, uh, those are our, our, our top clients, the ones that we catch small enough before, um, they hire a lot of those internal employees. Um, those are usually our, our best clients. At that point, you save a
0: lot of time and money because they don't have to do that. You've been in business for 20 years. You started out as a trend personnel services. You're now Trend HR. So where does Trend HR go
1: from here? You know, we've built a really great management team. And uh, a a successful level level five leader is someone who um, um, trains his staff well enough to where it doesn't matter if they're there um, every day. And, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm a level five and that they can take the ball and run with it. They've given, um, they've afforded my family a, a nice and successful living. And, um, I, I'm more of a cheerleader today than I am a, um, you know, a, a task leader. Um, so I, that's really going to be up to the, the employees of trend HR, where we go in the future.
0: So you're allowing them to make those decisions, and you're watching them become successful. Is that correct? Correct.
1: So how would someone find out more about Trend HR? Well, there's, uh, today you can um, look up TrendHR.com is the easiest, it's, uh, uh, or you can call us at the, um, the 855-TREND-HR. It's uh, the two of the easiest ways. That goes right to our um, sales staff uh, in either way and, and um, get more information from us. And those are both on our website, which is playmakerstalkshow.com.
0: Well, Dan, thank you very much for being a part of Playmaker's Talk Show. You're definitely a playmaker.
1: Well, my pleasure, Steve.
0: A playmaker is somebody that makes things happen, and you've created something out of nothing 20 years ago, and you've done that. So congratulations on that. Thank you. We've been talking to Dan Bops. Dan is the founder and CEO of TrendHR. Again, their website is TrendHR.com. This has been a terrific show. Great having Dan on the show. And thanks to all of you for listening and joining us. Join us again at PlaymakersTalkShow.com. We can get all of our past episodes. That's PlaymakersTalkShow.com. And we'll be back with more Playmakers. See you then. You've been listening to Playmakers Talk Show with Steve Klein. Join Steve again at PlaymakersTalkShow.com for more interviews with interesting and successful playmaking CEOs and executives.